Hello and welcome to Dusty VCR, the podcast where we rewatch old movies from our childhood and decide whether they still hold up. I'm your host, Michael Lynch, and I'm joined by my co-host and sister, Rachel Lynch. Rachel, how are you? I'm great, feeling nice and fresh. Shaved off my winter leg hairs today. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I took a, a nice shot of the before and the after. I might post it on the page. Yeah, we need more if for people are interested. Please do. Dusty yeah. Instagram. The, the before leg and the after leg, you know, Yeah. at the same time. Right. Yeah, so I'm feeling real airy, cooled down. Nice. I was hot for most of the day. Took my coat off. Now I'm feeling great. That's exciting. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like you should just maintain for the entire summer a before leg and after leg so that people can always see. I know. Well, so our our friend Lara, she made this great video. She has some really thick leg hair. Oh. And she made a great video where she made like a stylish band around her ankle of hair. She like shaved everything but this one band. Yeah, it's kind of like how, you know, guys get to play around with their facial hair and uh, do different styles, yeah. goatees it's and like, beards and stashes. Like it, it's, sh- it's like the equivalent of a handlebar mustache, yes. except it's with leg hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, you, you have that to aspire to. I know. I know. I thought about doing something like that, but I, I was in a rush to <laughs> come here. Speaking of hairy men, I'm doing great, Michael. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Zena Dreyfus here. <laughs> Zena's in a muscle shirt. I am in a muscle shirt. To intimidate us all. I've been in a muscle shirt all day. I had quite a disturbing experience at the gym this morning. I was there pretty early, Uh and it was just like in the weight section of the gym, just me and a couple other dudes. And this one dude who was, you know, pumping iron, every time he would, you know, push the weights or pull the weights, he would grunt and say, (laughs) yeah. And it was terrible. It was terrible. So he was, you know, as you could imagine, he was going, yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. It was, it was sick. It was really sick. Uh. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I was uh, disturbed by it. So I say, I take it you're not a gym grunter. Oh my gosh, no, I'm not no. a gym. I mean, if you need to release a little air, sure, but don't so be saying, exhaling. don't be saying all your. Sex noises in the gym. <laughs> Keep those separate, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I used to go to the gym in New York and there was a lot of, I don't know, people that would make those weird noises. Also, people that would randomly start singing along to their music. They'd be like listening to headphones and then they just, like, all of a sudden you'd hear them be like, You said you was a gangster! And then just stop and continue walking. Uh huh, yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. I, but did it make you feel, like, uncomfortable? Like, no, you needed to become invisible? No, sex noises are grosser. I've had that, too, and I'm like, don't do that. Please don't do that and look at me. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, we're joined by our guest, Kathy Lynch, no relation. Hello. Uh, Kathy, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be in the presence of other Lynches who aren't my cousins or my parents. Yeah, the feeling is mutual. Very it's very nice. exciting for us. <laughs> I can say that I'm like feeling a little competitive with you, Kathy, because I'm kind of like, you know, my life's goal is to win a spot into the Lynch family. And I feel like you're kind of a shoe in you know? Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, Kathy, I have a question for you. We were talking when you came in about there's a Facebook group where we live in South Hadley for people that are giving away free stuff. 
<laughs> and I know that, that you're active on this group. I am. I give away. So it's a good resource if you want to give away stuff that is like harder to donate to someplace like Goodwill. Like I give away a lot of like half used craft supplies, mm. ra- random stuff like that. I feel bad throwing in the dumpster. Uh-huh. And it's, it's pretty amazing the stuff that gets in demand on there. I gave away this strange throw pillow that I was given as a gift that I didn't want. Like 20 people commented on oh, it. Wow. Like, what a great offer. I would love this for my daughter. <laughs> so it, it, it's interesting. You see a lot of the same people on there claim like wanting all of the items right. though, which I found really interesting because yeah. I just imagine that they're hoarders or, uh-huh. or trying to sell, I don't, I don't know, have like a scrap business on the side. Right. But it's a, it's a good community resource though. Yeah. So Rachel makes fun of me because <laughs> she feels like I have unrealistic expectations about the group. My expectation is when I give something away, I have like a friendly interaction with the person I give stuff to. Okay, so. I leave my stuff on the porch and just. Uh. <laughs> yes. That's why. But you can you can specify like if you're giving something away, you can say like you know come get my stuff in person pickup. Then they'll know that you know they have to talk to you. Uh. But I just I call it it's called easy porch pickup. Or uh. if you if you don't want to talk to the person, and it's not because I'm rude. It's just because um I don't want to have to work around their schedules right. if I'm doing right. stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of flakes um, on there. People, there are. Yeah, people would say they'll, they'll pick stuff up and they just a, never show. I had a French dictionary sitting in my apartment breezeway for two weeks because the person just never <laughs> came to get it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like also a really uncomfortable thing because if you agree to give it to them and then they don't show up and like you want to rescind it, mm-hmm. now this person has your address. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's strange. I mean, I live in an apartment, so... Uh. Uh, I leave it, you know, in like a inner door where they can't get into the apartment. Uh, okay. So I don't feel too weird about it, but it, I mean, it, the whole thing is, is strange, yeah. but in general have had good experience. Nothing yeah. too weird has happened to me on there. So. Yeah. So there's different levels of pickup. There's the easy porch pickup. Mm-hmm. There's the, the pickup exchange and a smile. Yeah. There's the pickup and a beer and maybe Michael's Ooh. looking for like a pickup and a smooch. <laughs> yeah. Or just maybe like pickup pick and, and a cuddle. Like pickup and a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't even want friendship. I just want... So when I was moving out of New York, I had this cast iron skillet and my apartment building had a Facebook group and I was like, I'm giving away this cast iron skillet. Does anybody want it? And this older guy showed up and was like, yeah, I'd love to take it. And he was like really excited to get the skillet. And he's like, yeah, I saw your post and I was like, had to come strike while the iron's hot. Literally. (laughs) And I was like, well, not literally, but I like that joke. <laughs> but I was like, I, I was happy with that exchange. I, I thought it was like mm, a, a yeah. fun interaction. So you're That's... kind of like chasing the dragon a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I want that high back. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. My favorite story of yours of a failed South Hadley free exchange interaction that you tried to have was when somebody said, I'm actually uncomfortable coming to your house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we meet at Dunkin' Donuts? Right. Where you could have hung out with them and had a coffee and a donut and laughed and laughed. Right. No. And you said, no. No. That's not what I'm looking for. No. I'm looking for you to come to my house, (laughs) be my friend, and then I'll kill you. (laughs) I'll kill you, and that's it. Right, exactly. I want nothing more. Yeah. Yeah, they have to to play by my rules. They're getting my free old curtain, so... They yeah. want to claim such good prizes. This podcast sponsored by Hadley Free Stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Old Curtain. <laughs> <laughs>
And today we're talking about the 1990 movie Kindergarten Cop starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Penelope Ann Miller, and Pamela Reed. So this was uh, one of the picks. Oh, no, this was not a pick from our guest. This is a pick from us. From us. From <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> we, we sometimes ask the guests what their what their connection is with the movie, but I guess we picked it. But Kathy, d- did you have a connection with Kindergarten Cop? Uh, well, I, I thought I did. I was all excited. I was like, oh, yeah, I watched this movie with my mom once when I was little. I remember laughing about it. But then during the movie, I quickly realized that she must have just shown me like the funny scenes because I uh, definitely did not recall the part where they murder a girl with tainted Coke. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, that's pretty intense. Yeah. Her child right <laughs> yeah so I, d- I just saw the funny kid-friendly parts of it uh-huh. when, I, when i was little but i i did remember liking it so i was excited to watch it again okay and Zena, what were had you seen this movie before i had seen it as a oh. kid um my mom was a big schwarzenegger fan so like yeah. i saw some of his movies but it was so long ago that i couldn't really remember the movie i couldn't remember you know what his interaction I thought I, I think I was gonna get confused with Big Daddy a little bit, so oh, I was thinking I it was gonna be more about like uh, Arnold and one kid, wh- yeah. which it kind of was, but yeah. like, yeah, I just didn't have a super clear memory of it. Yeah, and Rachel, did you remember anything about this movie? Yeah, I felt like I had a pretty decent memory of this movie. So you were zero when it came out. Do you remember? Do you remember seeing it? Then? I I remember coming out of the womb and the we were movie playing, was playing. Yeah. <laughs> And I think my first word was Ferret. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any memories of it? Yeah, I mean, this movie gets quoted so much. Yeah. So I definitely remembered, like, it's not a dog, it's a ferret. Uh-huh. And, like, who is your daddy and what does he right. do? <laughs> uh, there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's so many lines... I it. forgot that I am the potty pooper. I forgot that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I I really enjoyed that whole scene. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't remember a ton. I think I just remember the things that like people quote all the time. I just remember like the ferret, it's not a tuma. Yeah. I'm suddenly having a remem- a, a rememory. A rememory? <laughs> I'm having a rememory right now. Okay. <laughs> a me- rememory is where you have a memory and you're re-remembering. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm remembering that we were maybe prank calling mom with some of the oh, lines from yeah. this. Like a sound, a like sound a Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. soundboard. Yeah. What happened? I don't remember how we would have done that. Because we would have had to somehow like connect the computer to the phone. I guess we just held the computer up to the phone. Did she think it or was Arnold? F- maybe. <laughs> I feel like she was kind of tricked. I feel and like she maybe, maybe just, got like, kind got... of mad. I think she was sort of like... I, I'm not. I'm not interested. Please stop uh, calling me. <laughs> that sounds like something she would say. Yeah, I don't think she had. I don't think she had like a really funny response to it. It right. was more just like irritated and right. We were like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, too bad we don't have that soundboard now to. Yeah, play I was. Through. Yeah, I really wanted to. I was hoping we would. We're we're in a new setup today. This is the first time recording at my house with everybody has their own mic. It's just a big step forward for us. And I was hoping to have it so I could play sounds, but we don't have the te- technology for that yet. We're taking it baby steps. Taking baby steps, yeah. We have headphones. That's We can all hear each other now. Yeah, hear each other think. <clears throat> but Arnold Schwarzenegger will be our guest on our next episode, just staying. <laughs> so. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to get to the reveal of uh, how we felt about it rewatching? So we'll, we'll start out with Kathy. What did you think? Did it hold up? Some parts. 
did. I feel like that's a cop-out answer. I Overall, I enjoyed it a lot, but there's definitely some things that I found unrelatable almost 30 uh-huh. years later, like uh-huh. the part where a parent is concerned that her son has been playing with dolls, and he says, oh, no, don't oh, worry. Yeah. <laughs> he just uses uh-huh. the dolls so he can look up the girl's skirts, and, and they go, oh, what a relief. What a relief. <laughs> <laughs> and things like that, and, and, and how they're also shocked that a man can be a kindergarten teacher, like th- things like right. that. Uh-huh. It's just not relatable (laughs) right but i mean i thought it you know it has its cheesy moments too but i thought it was it was fun to watch it was um good story keeps you engaged right i liked the ferret a lot Uh so i liked it yeah and yeah. Zena, what did you think? I absolutely loved it. I, oh, yeah. I loved it. I was clapping at the end. Uh-huh. Um, we were screaming and hollering. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I definitely noticed that like there's quite a few things like boys playing with dolls was like not okay. Right, and then, a big cause for concern. Yeah, in one scene, the boys were the ones doing the push-ups and like the girls were sitting and watching. And it was definitely very behind the times right. in how we would talk to kids about like gender identity. And, right. And that sort of thing. And I was working with kindergartners at an after school. And so I was thinking about that a little bit. And yeah, just about how cute they are. Right. But yeah, it was great. Yeah. And Rachel? Loved it also. Yeah, Zena and I watched it together. Didn't talk about it. Don't worry. I heard a moment ago that there was applause at the end. I feel like that's a bit of a reveal. What do you mean? We couldn't help ourselves. We couldn't contain Are we supposed ourselves. to not laugh or react to the movie? Are yes. you kidding? We were whooping it up. You have to be in like privacy curtains. I mean, you have to understand for the most part, when you're watching a movie with Rachel, you're not really allowed to talk in general. (laughs) She likes to focus on the the movie. And I kind of had to uh, like adjust how I watched movies when I started watching movies with Rachel. You can't just be talking over the movie, Uh you know? No. That's how it is for you too, Michael. Yeah, I yeah. like to focus on the movie. I think that's kind of our family's way. Yeah. This Lynch family watches movies very poorly, and I think it's the reason I didn't see a lot of movies when I was little. People talk the entire time. Oh, really? Somebody's oh. loudly doing dishes and screaming in the uh-huh. next room. So. But that's not your personal policy on movie no, watching. Not not anymore. No. Okay. Yeah. It took took me a few years to get out of the habit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I loved the first half, like all the interactions with the children. I thought it was great. The second half I felt like kind of slowed down when it gets much more into the like plot line of the the killer guy coming back. Mm. But I thought the kids were am- like so amazingly cast. Oh my gosh. Oh, so good. The, gr- the little girl from, from Beethoven. Beethoven yeah. is oh, the best. Yeah. That's where she is she comes. the one who can't get her overalls? Yeah. Right. Overalls. Okay. So cute. I'm not a policeman, I'm a princess. <laughs> <laughs> and then she wears overalls two days in a row. Right. Cute. And then I love when my favorite moment in the movie is when he's asking her what her dad does. And she's like, my daddy is the boss of a computer company and he's a computer and he has a mustache and a beard and he has a really big head so he can't wear any hats. (laughs) But starting off, so one of the questions I had is like, who is this movie for? Because... It seems like like it's for little kids. Yeah, but then the beginning is super violent. Yeah. The beginning is so violent. Somebody gets shot and then Arnold Schwarzenegger handcuffs that person's girlfriend to (laughs) To the dead dead body. body. I feel like kids' movies used to have... It was like... It used to be more like both. Like, to make a kids' movies, you had to appeal to the parents and the parents were okay with the kids seeing the violence and stuff. How did your guys' parents feel about violence? Oh, I'm so sorry. Zena, Zena violated our uh, table interference. Ah! Oh, gosh. 
This is the downside of the new recording studio. <laughs> I have a table that's made of springs. Our parents didn't like me to see violence, or didn't like us to see violence. They were very okay with sex. Just Michael. <laughs> okay, yeah. I feel like Rachel and I had this conversation, because my... My mom was okay with me watching violence, but not sex. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because our, our Which is a little like, flip-flop. Oh my I God, I dropped the pen. I'm making all sorts of noises. I'm so sorry. I think that tends to be more of the common way that parents tend to be. The American way. More the American. The actually, for actually really though. Yeah. Really, really actually though. For really the actually. Really though. That it's like tends to be more parents are okay with showing violence, but not sex. I always thought our parents had such a good rationale, rationale, which was that they always felt like eventually we would be having sex and that's like a healthy part of life, but they would never want us to be violent. Mm -hmm. That's not a healthy part of life. So they didn't want that included. Yeah, totally. Kathy, what, what kind of movies were you allowed to watch growing up? Uh, my parents were pretty strict when we were younger. My, They're all... Catholic and oh. uh, party poopers. Christ um, Christ is risen. Wait, wait, wait. That's a banger. L- let's do it. Christ will come again. Yeah. When, when the nun starts letting it rip on the keyboard, yeah. Jamming out. So like, I didn't see a lot of violent or sexual movies, until, or if we did, my parents would like fast forward through the parts uh-huh. that, that we couldn't see. I remember one time when I was 12, I was home alone for, like my parents went to the grocery store or something, so I watched parts of Never Been Kissed. <laughs> I was like, oh, which, which, like, looking back, it's not really uh, a super like sultry film or anything. Right. So, <laughs> But then one day it was like a switch flipped and we were like suddenly allowed to watch South Park and they didn't, they oh. like stopped. Whoa. They stopped. Oh, wow. <laughs> being so strict yeah Yeah. it was like zero to 60 pretty pretty quickly so when you said you you remembered seeing kindergarten cop but you didn't remember Mm -hmm. anything but the funny parts maybe they Mm -hmm. did show it to you and it was just the like edited for catholics version yeah i I think so yeah (laughs) i missed out on a a lot of the plot but i just i got to see arnold acting crazy with the kids yeah so yeah besides the like getting handcuffed to the corpse was there anything interesting in the i I love when he's walking through the mall in his very inconsistent conspicuous like detective attire oh, yeah. <laughs> he's it's like, like little sunglasses like going around in this like giant trench coat just like blowing in the wind right. and he's got the massive scruff on his face right. and, and he's, he's supposed just, to be undercover he's supposed to be undercover he's got the sunglasses on and he's just looking like like so oily and right. intense and tan yeah and the person he's following is also trying to be inconspicuous but they're like the most obviously criminal person in the, the shopping mall it's yeah. like a guy in a suit and a ponytail and so then we he just shows up to like a crack den and just starts shooting <laughs> with people. a giant yeah, gun oh, yeah what kind of gun was that that was great holy shit it was like one of the and like really yeah. all he wanted to do was talk to this guy's girlfriend uh-huh. like it's like a potential witness so that's all he was trying to do he just like walks in and starts shooting at everybody and they were shooting at him yeah too. i was like is this a normal right thing? that's that's normal that's what happens in crack dance. <laughs> so she doesn't want to testify and so then that's what is the inciting incident that makes it so that he has to go undercover as this kindergarten cop and go to well it's actually not supposed to be him we get introduced to pamela reed whose name i didn't know until i saw this movie but she was from junior I love that's all her. i knew her from yeah i, I love really her. liked her in junior and i totally forgot about her in this movie she's really the same character she's the same character <laughs> 
Including the, the fact that she, she loves, loves eating. eating. Yeah. And she gets sick. Right. In both. Right. But they have to partner up. She's supposed to be the substitute teacher. And then she gets sick when they're... For they one arrive. day. <laughs> For one day. And so he decides he has to be the kindergarten teacher. But the thing that I thought was funny was I was watching with my girlfriend, Allegra. And so Pamela Reed is in the backseat of the car, like, vomiting. And Allegra's like... What's happening? It's it's kind of set up like it's going to be like a romance between the two of them, but they're not making her seem like a romantic interest at all. So like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember either. Like, it did kind of seem like they could end up together, but she doesn't really seem like a romantic lead. Right. And just the way it seemed like she was more like his foil. Mm-hmm. But I, I love there's a part where she's vomiting in the car and he has to take her to the hotel room and he just is like carrying her entire body like he's just like she's carrying just, like, her in his arms. So and she's floppy. limp yeah. yeah she just like goes completely limp and just so for the entire movie like the thing i kept thinking is like these people are having so much fun making this movie yeah she seemed especially to be having so much fun just like doing that like lying limp and letting schwarzenegger carry her to her room but then like everything they did like all the stuff with the kids seemed oh, like so much gosh, fun yeah. and then like later on in the movie she does like a she has to pretend to be Austrian and she's like doing this Austrian <laughs> accent in front of him right so then Arnold shows up and meets the class I thought it was funny there's a lot of parts in the movie where they like they've just left the kindergartners unsupervised like when he comes in there was no there was no adult in the room <laughs> it's like oh yeah <laughs> we're glad that you're here because we don't Here's have the 36 year olds but yeah, like coming back to that, like those kids were amazingly cast. They were so cute and just like really natural actors. I feel like you can tell the lines that are scripted and the lines yeah. that are not. Yeah. Because it seems like, especially when they're doing who is your daddy and what does he right. do? There are certain ones like the twins. That's scripted. Yeah, that had, our <laughs> dad is a sex machine. Right. Our, our mom, mom says our dad, dad is a real sex machine. machine. Ooh, good job. Good twinning. <laughs> good job, Lynch twins. <laughs> but then the other kids, they probably just ask them. They just really ask them like, right. who is your daddy and what is he doing? Right. And they just answered. Yeah. Which I think is included the little girl from yeah. Beethoven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how'd you guys feel about the ferret? Well, we know Xena loved the ferret. I absolutely love the ferret. Yeah. yeah. Love the ferret as well. The part when Phoebe was like laying in the back of the car sick and the ferret comes out. Oh, the, yeah. The coat is... I, I, I was really surprised. I screamed too when I was watching <laughs> it. I completely forgot there was a ferret. I was so excited when he just right. popped out. <laughs> is that when he says, oh, excuse me, I forgot to tell you, this is my ferret? Right, yeah. right. I wrote that line down. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking that was a great... In our last in our last podcast, we played... Or wait, was it our two, last one? No, two ago. Two, two ones ago, we played Porn or Dirty Dancing. Oh. Um, and that was just a great line that <laughs> right. could have been in porn, porn or, or porn or not porn porn or <laughs> kindergarten <laughs> cop <laughs> oh excuse me i forgot to tell you that was my favorite oh so good that's why i, I like the first half so much because he realizes they're like terrorizing him and he can't really control the class and then he comes up with the idea of making it like a or like some kind of like military police school. school police school and he gets the kids to respond to like whistleblowers and stuff which seemed like kind of implausible, but it's like I'm willing to look the other way because it's... I didn't think that was so implausible. Of all the things in this movie, that was like the least implausible. (laughs) What were the other implausible things? Uh... Well, I guess the fact that he's supposed to be a kindergarten teacher. (laughs) Yeah, like the basic premise of the movie. (laughs) 
he gets into that role really quickly. So then he sure meets does. the third grade teacher who is obviously the romantic lead. Like, as soon as you see her. Immediately. Yeah, because you're like, I was kind of like, is he going to end up with, with Pamela Reed? And then, like, he goes and sees the third grade teacher and she's sitting on her desk in a short skirt with her legs crossed. And you're like, no, it's definitely her. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they end up, like, meeting at a restaurant accidentally he's with his partner so yeah i love that scene where she's like pretending to be his sister and she's kind of like he's trying to get out of the situation she's like kind of pimping him into like no of course we're gonna have dinner with you right she really gets into that character so quickly (laughs) she's like a real yeah she's like a real actress yeah (laughs) but in that scene he's like the other teacher's asking him why he got to be a kindergarten teacher and he's like I used to be a high school teacher and I felt like I was reaching them too late. I wanted to get involved. Or like, wow, that's like an elaborate backstory that <laughs> uh-huh. you thought of that seems very realistic. Yeah. So he, he went from being like hard ass, busts into a room and shoots everybody very quickly to sensitive kindergarten teacher. Right. Yeah. So w- what did you think of the romance between him and the third grade teacher? It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was passable. I was yeah. like, yeah, yes. it, was good. it worked. Right. Worked just fine. Uh-huh. It's another movie, like every movie we've done, there's some big lie. This is yet another movie where the big lie in their relationship is he can't tell her that he's secretly an undercover cop. What is the uh, big lie in your relationship, Michael? In my relationship, (laughs) that I'm an undercover cop. Oh. Allegra, don't listen. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, yours. (laughs) I guess it's me just being tired of like every movie, there's some big lie between characters for the entire movie. Maybe that's just every movie has that. I feel like that's so common Maybe especially in like '90s movies, yeah. That I feel like that's so often that I feel this frustration when I'm watching a movie, especially when we were kids. Like I remember that feeling very well, feeling like just, just tell tell, them. tell yeah. the truth. What right. what what are you doing? Right. The, everything would be easier if you just told the truth immediately. Right. And how did you feel about her son? I just I I was reading about Kindergarten Cop on Wikipedia today, and oh. uh, I didn't realize her son is actually played by two kids, yeah. twins, oh. which I thought was super interesting. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was. Uh, don't hate me if you feel differently, but he I, he was like my least favorite of all the kids in, mm. in the movie. He was the goody two shoe. Yeah, he, do you think it has something to do with that? I don't know. I was a goody two shoes. <laughs> I hate myself, so I hate this kid. <laughs> No, I, I didn't dislike him. I just thought I liked the other kids better. He oh, um huh. just when the part where uh, when Arnold he's doing he has like his first day of class where he's like doing well and really reaching out to the kids and so then Dominic like gives him the little like hey you're doing okay so oh, I, I yeah. was like no one would do that stop it uh-huh. <laughs> right but I, I I did like him though I liked his little secret forts he would build and yeah. things like that so. So with the Secret Force, I had completely forgotten this. I remember as a kid, I would build all this aluminum foil stuff. I was like, oh, I want to make lasers. And me and my next door neighbor, Mikey, we just seen like satellite dishes and lasers in movies and had no concept of like how they worked or anything. But when we saw Kindergarten Cop, we're like, oh, that's how you make lasers. (laughs) And so we were just like constantly putting together like aluminum foil to do something and it didn't do anything. Did you guys have anything like that where like there was something you were always trying to do when you were little? I was trying to be a witch. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. I don't think I told anyone because I was uh, really <laughs> trying to do it realistically. On the DL. <laughs> yeah. I didn't 
I thought it was like, you know, I wouldn't become a witch if I told people oh, sure. that I was trying to be a witch. Uh-huh. I was trying to be a witch, too. I'd go in my room and just, like, burn a bowl of potpourri. It just seems <laughs> mythical. I, uh-huh. I think Nick Rossi will like me now. <laughs> I spent most of my time uh, talking to fairies. So oh, really? Not far from witchcraft. Yeah. Let's talk about that little boy. He was the oh, tiniest, the tiniest kid, kid in the class. I just wanted to... I wanted that child. Always talking about sex. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Oh my yeah. god. And I love after he says that he like pumps his arms in victory. Oh yeah. Like he's so excited <laughs> that he said it. That's so cute. And he's got that great bowl cut. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like that a, kid was so cute. It's like a mixing bowl. It's very like yeah. right. Right. <laughs> so the other thing I thought was interesting with the kids, like it's still kind of in the first half when the movie is about the little kids mostly. One of the kids is being abused. And it's like a surprisingly heavy plot point. I felt like they actually did it really well. Like it didn't feel like jammed in. It didn't feel... It didn't actually feel like it was out of tone of the movie. It felt like Mm -hmm. they took that seriously and Schwarzenegger cared a lot. And... (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's exactly how you would want to handle a want domestic it. violence case. Absolutely. <laughs> that but, he took the right action. Well, so he, the thing he, is... He didn't actually punch the guy first. He just... He, I think he, he like just like got in his face. He punched him in the stomach, but he then stopped the stomach. when he went to the No, no, face. no. But the guy was going to punch him. He just got in... Schwarzenegger just got in his face, and then the guy started to punch him. Yeah, oh. prior to that, he had yelled at the mother, telling her that if it happened oh, again, yeah, he, he was going to press charges. charges. That's always a comforting thing to right. tell someone. So the thing I loved about that scene is like Arnold Schwarzenegger is Arnold Schwarzenegger and the guy he's talking to is like an average looking guy. And the guy's like, I know what I'll do. I'll punch this guy. (laughs) Like you would not punch Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like especially if the person you're used to fighting is like a nine-year-old boy or like a six-year-old boy. Well, so. I think someone just, what did they do? Like, tried to, like, kick drop Arnold Oh, yeah, you sent a... us that link. Somebody... <laughs> he, drop, Arnold, drop kick. Drop kick. Kick drop. Kick drop. Zena has a tendency. has <laughs> a tendency of switching her words around for... I don't know if I asked for my for eggs phases. over easy or easy over, but I don't even know what's the right way to say it. Usually you say easy over. Okay, so I'm assuming over easy is, is how the correct most one. people say it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but the thing I love, like, after he kind of gets in the fight with the dad, the principal calls him in and you think he's gonna get fired uh-huh. and she just tells him what a great teacher he is and then she's like how did it feel hitting that oh, guy yeah. and he's like it she's, felt great yes she's, so she's such a tiny little woman yeah. and so he leaves her office and she's like punching yeah, the she's air like fantasizing about it i like that yeah that was good i think from that point on it gets very heavy into this drug dealer that's coming back to like re-kidnap his kid. Crisp Cullen. Crisp <laughs> Cullen. Yeah, what a good name. Or Cullen Crisp, sorry. Oh, Cullen I did Crisp. it. <laughs> oh, Cullen Crisp. That's spooked. what I was trying to think. Do they call him Mr. Crisp? I think they call him Crisp. Yeah. They, at Crisp. Some point. And he also has this like creepy mom. Oh, I forgot to look up who the mom was. The mom looked very familiar to me. He and the mom, I was thinking, they're such like cartoon villains. Mm. Right. You know, they're like. Right. 101 Dalmatians, yes. Cruella right. DeVille. She was Cruella DeVille with her one white streak in her hair. Right. Which our mom used to have. She yeah. used to have oh. a white streak in her hair like and that. And a lot of Actually? Dalmatian coats she would wear. She would wear a mom? lot of huh. Dalmatian yeah. coats. Was she Cruella yeah. DeVille? Yeah, she would drive, she would speed down the road trying to kill puppies. <laughs> huh. I hated when she did that. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> That's why you guys are cat people, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, so one of my favorite scenes is when Arnold comes back to the hotel room and thinks that there's somebody attacking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I love this. Pamela Reed. Right. And you hear all the... <laughs> my favorite part about this is you hear all these sex noises. Right. And he opens the door and she's just eating pasta. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not even having sex. Oh, I actually totally forgot. Like, I totally yeah, missed that. <laughs> they're not having sex. She's just making Enjoying yummy noises. <laughs> Wait, was it Pamela Reed at the gym with you making those noises? I was just thinking was that maybe pasta? she, maybe the guy was just eating a lot of pasta. And he yeah. was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> really good cliff bar <laughs> and how did we feel about his her fiance love him love yeah, him he's a great guy yeah i'm surprised he's not in more stuff like i thought he was a good comic actor yeah he's great well he's a chef not an actor so. oh that's true <laughs> he was just the craft services guy on set <laughs> like, oh we need somebody to fall over stuff <laughs> but she, he had kind of like goofy line where he's just like falling all over the place and and he just yeah. casually like put on phoebe's pink Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> I liked that. So there was like this running theme in the movie where like nobody ever wants to talk to the police. So the girlfriend. I know. Everybody's really very distrustful of the police right. in this movie. Yeah. And they're all white. So I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah. So she's like very distrustful. Oh, yeah. She eventually agrees to like kind of take police protection. And then they don't really do that much. The way they protect the kids is just they have his partner come too. Right, they still. She still goes to school. Her son goes to class the next day. That doesn't really make sense because they know yeah. Crisp is coming. Yeah, yeah. Then that leads to the climax where Crisp sets a fire in the building in in the school. Which also, like, I was kind of like, why? Why can't you just pull the fire? <laughs> like, why do you actually have to start a fire? So yeah, then of course, like Dominic gets is like the one person that gets separated from the group, and the dad grabs him. But I like, uh, there's like a part, what did you guys think of? Like Schwarzenegger is sweeping through the building trying to find Dominic and he busts in on these two kids making out. <laughs> like, did you guys have a reaction to that? I laughed. I thought it was funny. I thought they were too young. They looked like they were like 10. Well, I thought they were like 15. But it's, it's an elementary school. Yeah, they did kind of look like more t- middle school-y to me, huh? When did you start making out with kids at school in the teacher's <laughs> lounge? <laughs> I didn't do that till middle school. I didn't do that in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that till high school. But for some reason in the movie, I still did. I didn't, yeah. I guess because it seemed, it still seemed like kind of innocent. It's not there. Right. What grade did you guys have your first crush? Do you remember? Oh, like first preschool? I think kindergarten. Yeah, mine was like second grade. One boy and then a different boy starting in fourth grade, which continued on to Who who were you burning the things... Uh, this this guy named Nick. Nick, and what grade was that? <laughs> that was that that was in sixth grade. Oh yeah, it's burning potpourri, doing fake witchcraft yeah. to get uh, oh. this guy to like me. Did it work at all? No, he didn't notice me. <laughs> oh. Did you ever have any like meaningful interactions with him? Sometimes he'd tell me he liked my Blink One Eighty Two shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which at that age, that is how much more meaningful can you get? Right. Really? He basically oh. proposed. Yeah. <laughs> But then he started dating Christina. Oh. God oh. damn it. Oh. Where is he yeah. now? Where I have, are he I have no Cri- idea. What are he and Christina doing? No, I don't. I, no. I, um, my school is a lot smaller. Like our middle schools and junior highs. And then once we got into high school, I kind of like lost track of a lot of people. It's just like a lot oh. bigger school. So he could, he could be anywhere. 
Yeah, it's funny. Like, I, I remember, like, crushes in middle school and high school were, like, people that I, like, interacted with, like, three or four times, but I remember those three or four interactions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I remember uh, there's this one girl that everybody in my school had a crush on. And one time she sat in front of me in earth science. What was her name? Charlotte. Oh, that doesn't sound familiar to me. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you because uh, I didn't want you to know that I was a witch. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to call back to you saying that you couldn't tell me that you were a witch. Anyway, one time... I'll just cut all this out. Bleep out the names so I don't get embarrassed. I liked Um, it. Charlotte, are you listening? Charlotte, are you out there? She, she like, turned around and she was like, Mike, can I see your notes? And, like, my notes were terrible. (laughs) I was, like, generally a good student, but I knew that my notes for that class were, like, really, really bad. And I was like, oh, sure. And then I was like, oh, no, she's... My awful notes. <laughs> but she didn't. She wasn't even taking notes. I don't know why she wanted to see my notes. I don't. She was a bad note taker, and she knew she could just rely on you to give her the no, notes. No, it was just that one day. I think she yeah. was actually a pretty good student. Yeah. yeah, that was another like thing that was kind of strange at my high school, or maybe this is just my perception. Like, I feel like all of the like popular, attractive girls were also good students. I feel like the popular kids when I was in school were pretty smart, or at least. Not that they were smart, they were like good students, and they cheated off each other. Oh. Mm-hmm. They all cheated off each other. Yeah. Those attractive cheaters. Yeah. And Michael, you had a whole, there was a whole controversy when you were in high school about cheating. Oh, yeah. Because, what were you trying to get into? The, the National Honor Society. National <laughs> Honor Society. For the nation. <laughs> and and they said, they said to Michael, they said, you're such a great student. Have you ever in your life cheated? And little, sweet little Michael, sweet little honest baby Michael said, yes, I have. No, that's not true. No, you, what, what happened? No, it was, has, have you let people cheat off you? <gasps> oh, okay. sweet little baby honest Michael <laughs> said, yes. I have to let people cheat off me. Right. And they were like, no, then you and can't they, be in the National They said, what? you can't be in it. And he said, every other kid is lying. Well, I didn't well did say you that. say that? No. Mom said that. <laughs> Mom said, bullshit. <laughs> she, she went to them and she told them, no, every other kid who said that they haven't done that is lying. No, like the whole story is like pretty embarrassing. Because it's, really? I was just, it wasn't even like, have you ever done it? It's like, do you do this now? And I was like, yeah and i like came up with some rationalization for like why it's okay to let people cheat off you as long as you're not cheating and they were like no that's dumb and they're like you can't be in the national honor society which looking back i think was the correct call but then mom was like you shouldn't be kicked out for being honest and then she complained to them and then they were like i think they're basically like we'll let you in as long as you just say you don't currently let people cheat off of you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't let people cheat off. Of me. I, I won't in the future. And they're like, okay, then fine. And then that was it. Why is that embarrassing? Because it's like not a very good moral position. <laughs> like it wasn't like I took a really like, it wasn't like I was, I was right and everybody else was wrong. Like I was wrong. Everybody else was wronger. Yeah. Yeah. You're just doing what you had to to survive in high school. Yeah, I thought that was a good. I thought that was good. Mm. I I was proud of you. Okay. (laughs) 
In fifth grade, my teacher had us submit scary stories for a scary story competition, and I didn't really feel like putting any effort into it, and I just kind of wrote a story that I had I had heard already, a, a scary oh. story I had heard already, and I won. I won the competition. <gasps> it got published in, like, the school newspaper. <laughs> I felt so guilty, but I didn't fess up. I, I didn't say, actually, I'm, I'm just a bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Could have no. been the title of the scary story. Plagiarizing bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, did you ever cheat or let people cheat? I, I let people cheat off me. Even yeah. in even like as late as high school, there was this one kid who would ask me to copy my homework pretty frequently, and I let him sometimes, and then, and then other times I'd be like, "Oh man, I didn't do it yet either. I'm a badass too." <laughs> <laughs> Um, and sneak sneak in your homework. Like, on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but really, I had done my homework. Yeah. <laughs> Which takes us back to Kindergarten Cop. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I do have a bit of trivia for that makeout scene. Do you know who the boy was? Which makeout oh, scene? No. In, in Kindergarten Cop. The fire drill. The fire oh, drill. uh-huh. The boy is Jason Reitman, the director's son. Ivan Reitman. So Jason Reitman is the writer-director of Up in the Air, and he directed Juno. He, I think he oh. wrote and directed Young Adult. But a lot of like really good stuff, and he was just like a little twelve-year-old oh. boy at that point. Nice. Wait, that, that's him, the director. The the boy grew up to be Jason Reitman, the director. Ivan Reitman is the director of Kindergarten Cop, and he put his son in this movie. Oh. And then Jason Reitman grew up to be Direct. a writer and director himself. Cute. Yeah. Cute. But yeah, so we we get to this like. I like the scene where Crisp is talking to his son is like, I'm a fireman. I help people. And he's like, you're not a fireman. He's like, oh, I can't trick my own son. I'm your dad. Um, and then, yeah, so it the ferret bites Crisp and it distracts him enough. I guess Schwarzenegger shoots him. Yeah. And then the mom, the mother, yeah, the mother comes and she's about to shoot Schwarzenegger. Oh, she, she had, does. She had just run over his partner with her car. And so she's about to shoot Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, she does shoot him? She does. Yeah, she gets him like in the shoulder. Oh, and then he like crawls the shower and she's about to kill him. And then uh, Pamela Reed comes back and whacks her with a baseball bat. I had totally forgotten about this part. She says... You're not so tough without your car. Yeah, that was good. And I remember as a kid loving that line and like thinking it was so cool. And I was watching with Allegra and she's like, that's not a cool line, but it, it's like framed as if it's supposed to be cool. And it is. That's not clever or anything. Like no. you think it's going to be like a pun or something. Yeah. But yeah. it's just like, you don't have a car and I hit you with a baseball bat. <laughs> she's right. just saying what the situation is. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anything else we missed? When Phoebe goes to visit... Arnold. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. The, then we get in, the, in another the, scene with the fiancé. Another scene with the fiancé. But when she goes to see him, she gives him a kiss on the lips. Yeah. And I was thinking, do you think, is that a thing that people did more often back in the day? I don't know. Like a platonic kiss on the lips? Maybe. There are families that kiss on the lips, and which I've always found very strange, but I've, I've seen it. So. Yeah. I feel like little kids you can kiss little kids on the lips mm -hmm. in a family yeah but good uh, thing you added that <laughs> yeah not just willy-nilly <laughs> i thought it was maybe since they had just both been in this like near-death situation that 
all bets they, are they, off. They were, they were just feeling the platonic lip yeah. kiss. But yeah, anything else? Uh, should we move on to the whoops? Let's talk about the whoops. So Zena traditionally, uh, well, first, I guess we'll explain the whoop system to the extent that it can be explained. Kathy, we, at the end, give movies uh, rating in units of whoops. Okay. Is there uh, a bound? Of, no, of whoop? Oh, there's no bound. Bound. Okay. boundless whoops. Sometimes two is the highest. Sometimes 10 is the highest. And <laughs> it's kind of depending on how Zena feels because Zena kind of was, was the pioneer of the whoop system. Oh. I don't but, even remember that. I was so drunk, <laughs> at the so time. drunk at the time. But we also don't. It's whatever your heart tells you. All right. So, Zena, do you want to start off? Sure. It went something like this. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Ah, It got one million whoops. One oh, wow. million whoops. One million whoops. Well, they were like all very compressed together. It mm-hmm. sounded like, yeah. Sounded like a screech. I can go on if you'd like me to. <laughs> no, I heard all one million. <laughs> Any reason for one million? That's the highest rating anything has, has gotten on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far. Yeah. Um, the kindergartners. So it's 500,000 times better than multiplicity. Yeah. So I mean, ooh, no, they were pretty yeah. close. They were neck okay. and neck. You know, okay. t- f- well, retroactively, yeah. multiplicity around a million. Yeah, you know. Maybe two. I would say multiplicity, going back on it, now that we've really set the tone of the whoop scale, two million whoops. Two million I don't whoops. even remember how many whoops we gave it. I think you gave it I two I think we whoops. gave it two whoops. <laughs> two, two that whoops. was me literally speaking. I literally right. whooped twice. Right, right, right. I whooped twice that day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just um, the kindergartners, Arnold, their interaction, the yeah. everything was good. Yeah. And a good movie. Rachel, how about you? Oh, uh, same. Should, should we a go million. into it? We, we actually... <laughs> David had to... My roommate, David. Other roommate from Jeff. There's Jeff and David. Sure. My, my two sweet boys. Uh-huh. Love you, boys. <laughs> Do they listen? Who knows? <laughs> uh, by that, I mean definitely not. <laughs> Maybe they will if I tell them they had a cameo. Yeah. That's uh, what we should do. We should just like name oh, everybody. Yeah, we then, should tell like, all oh our friends. Gosh. You had a cameo. We talked about you. <laughs> tell uh, uh, was it Nick? Nick? Oh, oh, Nick. oh! You should tell yeah. Nick <laughs> and, and Charlotte. Tell Charlotte yeah, Charlotte that we uh, that I'm we like, cameo oh, came them. up during uh, an episode of Dusty VCR. That's right. You're gonna want to check that out. That's right. <gasps> Honestly, I am afraid somebody will tell <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> really? I, I can't. Do you know pa- her? No. We're Facebook friends. Ooh, Ooh, let's call her up. Yeah, Charlotte. Is Charlotte on the line. Charlotte, you're live with Dusty VCR. Will you marry us, Charlotte? Yeah. Uh, what am I saying? Oh yeah. So David, he David came down when we were whooping it up. He came down the stairs laughing, saying, "You guys are clapping at the movie." <laughs> uh, and we were. Yeah. We were clapping, whooping. A million whoops. We were we were whooping on the couch, and David came in. Yep. So I'll give it. Let's see. I'll just I'll just count up the whoops. So I'll give it a whoop for the ferret. I'll give it a whoop for that girl from Beethoven, the girl who's adorable. A whoop from little boy who is constantly talking about sex. What about what about for Phoebe's? Phoebe. Oh, the love interest. No. The O'Hara. The partner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoop for her. Whoop for her fiance. 
What about Hoop for Arnold? My father was a cop. My mother was a cop. My brother was a cop. <laughs> like Brooklyn Arnold. <laughs> I'm Arnold. <laughs> Sorry, I did it once and then I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. So was that like six whoops? And I like, wasn't counting. I, I, let's say like eight or nine whoops. I'll give it. Oh eight or nine gosh, whoops. Oh my gosh! Nice. Yeah. I think that's that's one of my highest also. And Kathy, what's your whoop scale? I think for I'm going to give it a cool 900,000. 900,000? Nice. Okay. I like the million range. Thank you. Yeah. That's pretty good. I really enjoyed the film. I yeah. got really excited, especially whenever the ferret came on the screen. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, had, a, I had a good time watching it. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Nice. Yeah. So I think that wraps it up. We've fully explored Kindergarten Cop. And Kathy, where can people find you online? Uh, well, I my Instagram name is Ooh-wah-ah-ah, such a, like from the Disturbed song. Oh. <laughs> um, that's my that's my handle on there. But if you can't find that, you can search my name, Kathy Lynch. And I do satire writing as well as comedy. So I have some pieces that I've published in um, Reductress and McSweeney's. Oh, yeah. I read your articles in the Reductress. Oh, like thank them. you. And I also ha- I have one coming out on this other website called the Belladonna Comedy later this oh, week. Oh, somebody I know from college writes for them. Oh, cool. And then uh, I'll be at the 413 Comedy Open Mic at the 413 Bar in East Hampton, which is a fun uh-huh. open mic that's hosted by Avi Elstern, another comedian who lives in the area, and that's on, on Thursdays. Nice. Okay, awesome. Woo. Owned and- by the mayor's brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can find us online at DustyVCR.com and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Dusty VCR. Our, Instagram our Instagram is blowing up. Oh, yeah, we got, do we just have that one? We one have photo two. So far? I think two, we two got posts. two posts. Stay Ooh. tuned for my muscle shirt. Hey. Well, by now, if you're listening, it's probably already there. Depending on our Instagram. Go check case. it out. <laughs> we, we published this live. This is a live episode we're doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye.